When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Gerald Farrelly. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And you are listening to Agony, Agony Rants. Get us, my God. Yes. We did not make a big thing of this and we have to. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel remiss. Uh, okay. I feel remiss. You're right. In Your Eyes. In Your Minsters, yeah. Was in the top 250 Eurovision songs of all time. Oh, yes, it was. Yes. Uh, is that a usual thing? Well, uh, apparently for the last few years, I, I haven't actually, it hasn't been on my radar a huge amount of time, but it came across my my Twitter feed recently and um, now that I'm all <laughs> trying to be good with social media thing you know how I am she's but a social media madam these days <laughs> <laughs> she's on it she's literally she's like that guy that invented Facebook <laughs> you scorn me once I'll take down the world <laughs> Well, anyway, so I saw it come across and um, I was 120th and apparently, um, you know, I had dropped 13 places. I was maybe 107 <sighs> before that. No, but listen, I think I've insured my uh, place. Go <laughs> <next> on. <laughs> did, you, did you show us drop? <laughs> no, I didn't drop. Like, I just did the, you know, the passive aggressive thing where I just went, you know, thank you so much. I I'm know so well. honoured. <laughs> I know so, it well. I'm so honoured. But actually, I really was surprised, you know, I, you know, rating in the top 250 songs of all time in Eurovision. Yeah. I you mean, know. there's 250 Eurovision songs a year, surely. Yeah, um, well, it well, certainly I mean, feels with, that way. If you add up all the nationals and the, you know, they all go into the pot. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure whether the national ones can fo- qualify Spoken for that. like a winner. You're Don't dead you right. I ju- unless, unless you qualify... No, no. She doesn't want to know. Okay, okay. You're right. You're right. I'm not going to lie. No, it's, it's for the Eurovision itself. I think it's to do with the Eurovision songs themselves. So it, it is pretty fabulous that they're still rating yeah. up there. And generally, you know, you know, uh, the Irish ones do tend to rate in there because obviously they're kind of nostalgic. But I think considering it's nearly 30 years since we fucking <gasps> won it, like as in, you know, that I won it. It's like, Jesus, lads, like, you know, I can't believe you even remember but it's that. The, it's the best Eurovision song. I oh. mean, it, it is me. It <laughs> is. You're in no way biased at all. Come no, on. not at all. I mean, Come no, it's like, what was number one? Do we know what was number one? Uh, it, it, it's the same one every year. It's Euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Not like. Well, uh, well, I say it's the same one every year. It's the same one since Euphoria won. Since Euphoria. Yeah. Because it, I remember I, the, the only thing I know about Euphoria. Didn't you sing Euphoria in a panto? I, uh, I did. I did. Actually, I sung it as the evil queen in uh, Snow White. 
There you go. I used it to seduce a prince. It was lovely. <laughs> it was lovely for me. <laughs> I'm not sure how lovely it was for him. But uh, yes. Not the problem. He wasn't the star. Yes, euphoria. Yeah. That's it. Your name's over the title. <laughs> Good luck to you. <laughs> see if we, you can keep didn't we, we saw her doing her sound check. I remember that at the that show in uh-huh. Amsterdam. Yeah. Because everybody just seemed to go out to watch her do her sound check. Oh no, check. they loved and her. And then she was just kind of going... I need a little more on the mic. And it was hilarious because nobody realised, nobody, everyone thought she was going to just do the song, but she was just singing the theme tune and saying things. And then she did, she said one thing like, can I have a little more in my ears? And you were like, that's not the words. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we did a bit of a shout out because we were talking today about fortune tellers. Like, yes. Do you have a, a, a fortune teller story? I do actually. I have I have um, many, many years ago uh, myself uh, and a boyfriend of mine were in Clonakilty in West Cork. Lovely. And we were, you know, I gigged down there and I love the people down there. So we kind, of, we kind of go down and we were kind of wandering around the streets. I love walking the town. And um, so I went, <laughs> we passed this big trailer stroke bus, right? And outside was this uh, sign that said, uh, I can't remember what her name was. I'm going to say, you know, Minerva, you know. Yeah, Madame Minerva. Madame Minerva. (laughs) You know, Fortune Teller was on Live at Three, so we couldn't (laughs) couldn't cope with ourselves. We went in. Sold. So I said, let's go in. Okay. So we went in and we, you know, passed our palm with silver and all that thing, right? And, you know, we had the conversation about you know, what's in my future? And she <laughs> predicted <laughs> three children, uh, one very sporty child. Like, okay. Like super sporty by the sounds of it. And then a great future for me in the hospitality industry. <laughs> Neve, uh, you, have I, a, you have a face for a hotel reception. Clearly. clearly. The, the smiley face behind a hotel receptionist. <laughs> ringing a bell, ringing a bell to get a bell, boy. You may laugh. However, I did do a year in Colborough Street and hold on, I did hold on reception in Colborough Street. That's what I did when I came out of school because I was only 17. I couldn't get a job. Uh, well, I could get a job, but it wasn't When did she go and see the fortune teller? No, this was actually after Eurovision. She did said nothing about music. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not a single thing. Not a thing. That is the most Irish thing I've ever heard because she probably did recognise it, but she's like, I won't give her the satisfaction. I'm going to tell her now she's a great career in a I hotel. Know, but then, unfortunately, that doesn't exactly enhance her reputation as a no, fortune teller. No, not at all. <laughs> so anyway, nothing in music, only in hospitality. Now, to be fair, I did Master Chef and I did well in that. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I've been in the wrong career all I think you, this time. I, I think you're giving her a lot of credit. Now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I did so, do Master Chef, though. I did fair play to her. <laughs> I only had two kids. Anyway, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless, and I think at 54, I'm resigned to the fact that there is going to be no more children. Neve, never say never. never say never do you not wish that on me I mean honestly you know I I love children I get on great with them and they're lovely over there yeah when there's somebody else (laughs) yeah they're lovely over there that's crying take it out (laughs) (laughs) so um, what about you but have you ever had your fortune I have had my fortune told loads of times but I'm one of those people that I'm always really reluctant like I'm really cynical you know, so I always tend to go into it going, I bet you that nothing will happen. And and then it'll be... And then you're paranoid about it. And I'm like, oh my God. I do remember one time, though, the weirdest time I ever got my fortune told was I was on holidays in New York, right? And I was lost. Mm. Because this was <laughs> lost in New pre... York. Yeah, lost in New York. 
That sounds like a movie. Just let Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I was wondering who you reminded me. <laughs> it's the bodily hat. <laughs> but I, I was there, I was in New York and I asked this man for directions. Right. And this, I... I don't, it, it wasn't Donald Trump, was it? No, it, it, but... It was the bizarrest thing in the world because I went up to this man and I was like, sorry, I'm a bit lost. And he was like, oh, you should see my sister. So he brought me... Did he mean that you were lost in life? I, or like, <laughs> I genuinely think that, that... Like, maybe that's what happens in America that people are just so emotionally out there that they're just like... <laughs> uh, I have one question. Was this recently? No, this would have been 2005 or 2006. Okay, so pre-GPS. Yeah, it was, my mobile Maps. wasn't working over there, yeah. <laughs> okay. but, but like, he was like, oh, you should see my sister. And he brought me into his sister. And I was just like... Why? <laughs> like two minutes ago, I was on the street looking for a theatre and now I'm walking up this rickety steps in somewhere in Manhattan. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I just, I just I'm so gullible. I just can't oh stop myself. God. So I went in and then uh, he, her, I re- always remember her name was Titania. <laughs> and he was like, Titania, there's someone here. And she was like, give me two minutes. And she was finishing. She was watching something on television. What, like- and I just sat in the kitchen while he ate his dinner. <laughs> It's just like I have been so. I felt like. Do you remember that clip of the on Sky News where they thought they were interviewing somebody about like data protection, and it turned out to be the taxi driver. Oh yes, yes. yes. I actually felt like I, I watched that when I watched that clip. I was just like, I could see how that could happen actually, <laughs> because I ended up uh, going in to have a reading with Titania. Like, did you have to was, pay for that? Yeah, fifty dollars. Well, and to be honest with you, I thought that I, it felt like a protection racket. I think it was $50 to actually get, allow me out of there. But and I remember she was like... You uh, went willingly. And it was you horrific because she was being really, she was really ominous. Like She was like, you're in a really bad place. I was like, never a truer word to Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your coffee table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring up something very serious now because my friend brought something up that I didn't realise, right? Go I'm going to read this out. You know my friend who I talk about all the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's now so paranoid she's that she rings me. She <laughs> rings me and saying, are you talking about me on this phone? So now I am definitely talking about you now. Okay, so it says, here's my dilemma, Neve. My birthday is the 21st of May, uh, which means sometimes I'm a Taurus and sometimes I'm a Gemini, depending on who is writing them. Now I read both and decide which daily horoscope I would prefer to guide my day. Okay. Okay. Hedging our bets. I love that. However, I like to think of myself as more Taurus than Gemini. But if Gemini is showing my day and has an amazing day ahead, I'm going to take that. Is that (laughs) loud? Well, I have an answer for you because that triggered me to go and look and see exactly where your day is because sometimes, you know, different ones. Because the the way the star signs works, it's like there's a date range for each star sign. Yes. And and, and I found, I did a bit of deep diving. You know, the way you talk about deep diving. So I did a deep dive. And so the way they decide about constellations and, you know, the zodiac thing is it the date that fixes your star sign corresponds to the position of the sun relative to the constellation of stars appearing behind the sun on your birthday. Okay. Now, for many, 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 many years, I have thought I was an Aquarian because my birthday is the 13th of February. Okay. So okay. water sign. I'm a water sign. Apparently not. Because... The constellations have moved all these years and now the scientists tell us that the zodiac signs have changed. And so, so we're different. So we're different now. Aquarians go from the 16th of February to the 11th of March. Apparently, 
I'm a Capricorn. Like, are you upscaling there or what? what's better? Well, Aquarius or Capricorn? Aquarians, I've always felt a very, a, a really strong affinity to Aquarians because they dance their own drum. They're very creative. They tend to be quite oh. ideas based. They're all very fabulous. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, can you see it? Yeah. Can you see it? Yeah. I can see that. Okay. When you hear the good things, you're like, oh, totally. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you. So then I said, I better look up and see what a Capricorn is, right? Okay. So a Capricorn woman overview and personality traits. A combination of old soul wisdom and inner resourcefulness. This strange goat mare creature (laughs) (laughs) are often completely misunderstood by most people due to the common perception that their tough personalities extend all the way through to their core. Now, first of all... From creative soul (laughs) to wise goat. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. So, but apparently they are grounded. It's because it's an earth sign, right? So now okay. I've gone from water to earth and that, you know, to be honest, at my age, I'm kind of relieved to find I'm more of an earth than a water um, because there's too much water situations going on. Um, but then <laughs> <laughs> let's see where are we now? So it goes on. What an it, insight for the listener. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so it's a consummate creature of habit. They like lists. They like to be planned. Lists. You're the queen of lists. Oh my God. Known for her sarcastic personality and dry sense of humour. Usually Taster and Capricorn may surprise you and loud belly laugh when something amuses her. I mean, oh my God. That's kind of, yeah. You know. Nail on the head. It's really tragic. Like all this time <laughs> I've been a Capricorn. And the thing about it is that my two boys and my husband are all Capricorns of old. They are all January boys, right? And so I thought I was the only free-living spirit among a house full of Capricorns. And it turns out... You're just one of the pack. Just one of the pack. Well, actually, they're not even Capricorns anymore because Capricorn starts on the 20th of January, which is my eldest uh, managed to squeeze in there. But the rest of them are now suddenly Sagittarians. (sighs) Sagittarius, that's a real secondary... Like that's like the breakfast cereal that you've never heard of. Yeah, and it's the like wor- sugar puffs. Yeah, no, it is. It's like yeah, but yeah, sugar puffs. You should definitely yeah. not have sugar puffs. Like, um, what am I? Well, so, so you're in. Uh, you're in. You were a Libra originally, weren't you? Yeah, tenth of October. Yeah, no, you're not anymore. You're a Virgo. What? Yeah, I haven't really checked out what a Virgo is. So well. <laughs> you know, well, saying. Libra is the scale. So Libra's like balance. Now I always did think. I wouldn't say balanced. No, <laughs> wouldn't I, be the first word I'd use to describe myself. Balanced. balanced. No. No, no. Now I've gone from balanced to virgin. <laughs> People got in touch because uh, we asked for your kind of. Uh, so we asked for your experiences of fortune tellers, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> nothing air chattering. Uh, Marillo got in touch, and he said, "I once had a fortune teller in Chinatown, London, who read my tongue." Your tongue. And it was scarily accurate. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, when he said scarily accurate, he probably said, oh, you had chicken curry for lunch. Or like, there's 20 a tongue. minutes ago. But then at the end, he told me to eat more melon. I'm not sure why. Okay. You know, have you ever looked at somebody's tongue and there's like a, a film of stuff on it? You know, oh, you can geez. say, you can say maybe that, you know, that's probably too much sugar in their lives. Small well, bit of trush. Ins- <laughs> Put some yogurt on it. <laughs> I'm really disappointed now that there's no accuracy. When you say it's scarily accurate, I want to know what it is they've been accurate. Yeah, with. I know. Just a you little see, bit, I, apart I'm, from the melon thing. I'm always interested in fortune tellers who have, like, are kind of brazen about it. Oh, yeah. You know, like, that will just be like, you know, you need to quit your job. 
you need to go home and you quit. You know the ones that that, that are, they tell you scarily accurate. Like I think there was somebody. There is oh there is one of them. Donal. Mm. It's like Donal went to a fortune teller years ago with an ex, and she said we were not suited, and she was right. Yeah, but that's because the people who tend to do this tend to be very good at reading people. And we give off signals all the time. Trust me, I use it all the time. I could be a fortune teller, I reckon, because I I understand people. Sometimes you're standing looking at people and you just get what they're doing. A vibe. Yeah, and you always know. And trust me, if somebody is sitting in your office looking to get some sort of fortune they're definitely looking for an answer and usually an answer to a big thing in life I do think that being a fortune teller was a lot harder before Facebook yeah (laughs) I don't know (laughs) just saying now so James James went to a psychic once and knocked on the door they asked who's there so I left James that is a terrible joke James 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 you're banned yeah (laughs) <laughs> James, that I is a think. terrible joke. <laughs> okay, Lorraine, uh, they are the biggest pile of shite. Uh, <laughs> do you know a Paddy or a John? Mediums are a different story. I know a couple of Grizzly. I think that's probably girls. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know a couple of girls who have a gift and don't rip people off. Wow. Okay, mediums. So you're talking about somebody who talks uh, for, to the to spirit spirits. world. Okay. <clears throat> well, you know, that's... Um, Do you know what? I was always very sceptical of that. I was always very sceptical of, like, the spirit world talking. And I went to a medium that loads of people had kind of recommend. They were like, you should go, you should go, you should go. And she told me this story. She said that she was talking to my granny, mm-hmm. right? And that my granny was holding this, like, cross, which she described as, like, this chunky kind of cross with, like, writing on the side. and mm. And I was like... I've never heard of any of this. This is utter rubbish. And I went home and I was telling the story at home. And my sister said, oh, I have Granny's cross. And she had it. And it looked exactly as it was described. Did it have Inri written on it? No, it had some, like, it was it, it was really specific. It was like down the side of it. And it had some prayer or something. I don't know. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? Um, the scepticism on your no, face. No, 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 it's not sceptical. Thoroughly lower. There are, <laughs> there are many things under the sun that I don't know about, but from the practical point of view, you know, <laughs> I, I think that the spirits exist in, in ourselves and in our memories of it and all that sort of stuff. Whether, whether we can talk to that next world or get in touch, I think if you're already visiting a medium, <laughs> well, all I'm saying now is that I don't do anything from now on without talking to my spirit guide. Okay. The other thing I'm going to ask you, where were you lost that time? Because <laughs> I tell you, New York isn't as fancy as New York. Some, I know it was, I think it was somewhere in Arbor Hill. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure because I've never gone to a medium, so I don't know. And I haven't actively searched, apart from coming across the live of three fortune teller, I haven't actually... <laughs> Gone well, with credentials like that, why would you look elsewhere, Niamh? You know, but I, it's interesting, Lorraine, you're right, fortune tellers maybe, uh, you know, you don't believe in fortune tellers, but you kind of can make the leap to be mediums. Well, then, fair enough, you know, I think it's whatever you want to believe in. Have you ever got your colours done? Uh, what? Stop talking about my hair. No. <laughs> my colours? You know, like the colours, you know, where they're like, you're an autumn, Niamh. Okay. <laughs> For dressing or? Yeah, it's like, like browns and greens. No. <laughs> or whatever, no. No. Do you never done that? No, who? Well, I know people I, do it. I, I, I think... I think Have my, you? No. I, <laughs> what, like, hazard a guess, me. <laughs> I'm in a Penny's woolen jumper and it's navy, like everything else I own. But are you equating 
getting your colours done, as in what colours suits you to wear. Fortune telling. It's like an external influence on your life. You're like, you're alleviating or you're eliminating choice. (laughs) Well, I suppose. You know, like. No, okay, okay, I get it. I get it, right? I get it. The colour situation I get. Because. It's a lovely conversation. I know. (laughs) I just, I was a little left field. I thought there was some sort of spiritual reason for it. You're a public person, Niamh. Like, yeah, you, you like, when you did Eurovision in 2010, surely there was a gay that ran into a room and said, I see purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's for a different reason. No, I, it, I'll be honest. Uh, yes, um, lots of people tell me what to wear. <laughs> lots of people have opinions when you're famous or well-known. They have opinions about what works and what doesn't. Yes, no, there's no doubt about that. And you will be told it quite barefaced sometimes <laughs> you know the honesty of people when they're talking to any specific oh, name <laughs> I have so many anything you want to share anything no, you need to let go of <laughs> not right now I think there's a whole podcast in that what people feel they can say to you if they yeah. oh my gosh it's quite shocking but but nobody's ever said to me that's your colour well yes they do of course they do they say oh that really suits you that colour you know I avoided green for a long time with the red hair you look great in the green I, I, I like green I like green yeah. But, you know, I, I was just didn't want to be an Irish colleen on the stage. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think, yes, I, I, I can understand how co- some colours suit you kind of drawn to things. But I don't think I've ever had my colours done. Right. <laughs> I feel I need to Needs know. The whole, the, the whole world just about to open Shall up. Shall we do it? Shall we do it together? <laughs> <laughs> so. I think my mom got them done once and I think oh, she, she, yeah, I think she was spraying. Spring. Spring. Oh, you know, only colours. Your spring, Deirdre. Only colours. Yellow spliffs. (laughs) Beautiful and you, Deirdre. (laughs) I I would be traumatised if they told me I was in autumn now. (laughs) Because if they told me that young, I would probably have been just really enriched by the the lovely colours of autumn. And now I'm thinking autumn means I'm nearly dead. (laughs) Clinging on. Clinging on. Just clinging on. I know. Um, So, uh, Sive. Uh, I went to one in Universal Studios Boardwalk in LA. That should have been the clue to ignore. Uh, who told me I'd been cursed. Ooh. Just been through a horrendous divorce, so kind of believed, and she offered to lift the curse and said it would take six months of weekly long distance sessions at $600 a month. <laughs> Does she know Tatiana? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said, grand, I'll live with it. and thinking... <laughs> Thinking now I've not met a decent guy since, so I'm either cursed or who knows. <laughs> Sorry, that's Sorry. hilarious. I love that. I love that. Actually, to be fair, I'm so super proud of you for not taking up the six month option. To be so tempted. <laughs> There's no man. There's no man alive worth $600. I remember one of my friends was told by uh she wasn't a medium, but she was like a food spiritualist, I think, or something. <laughs> I know, I think it's like you've got a bit of acid reflux and you can go to the doctor and have a cure in a day or you can spend the rest of your life, you know, doing as she, like things that she was doing. Like she had to roast eggshells and crumble them into her food. And then uh, she would have these like sessions over Skype with this woman. But uh, yeah, I think it was that kind of situation. We, we are not creative enough making our money. I know, Rennie. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, 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 Rennie. You and I, we could talk about anything. Surely our lovely, open, honest faces could sell anything online. What the hell is this about now? We are missing out I, here. I, I love what people will say about this podcast. It's Neve Kavanagh op- openly admitting she'd love to be a grifter. 
I'd don't... love to just fleece people. I know, I know. <laughs> I, you know, I just think if people want to give money away, they might as well give it to people who do something good with it. <laughs> you know, you and I, we would do good things with that money. Completely. <laughs> completely. If I was fleecing, if I was fleecing wealthy housewives to tell them they were spring, summer or autumn, I mean, that money would, I would... I would be given back to the community. Yeah, but now you don't want to diss people who are like giving people good colour advice. That's not what we're talking about here. And actually, I will say this, right? If you get comfort from going to a fortune teller or a medium and you want to spend your money, as long as you're not bankrupting yourself, that's up to you. I mean, I, that's, I'm not dissing that. If you If you believe in that and it makes you feel better, why not? You know, why not? But I, you know, don't get grifted. Unless it's by us. See, look, you're very kind, me. I'm not. I'm. You know, you have to be. You know, it's easy to to poo poo it I, because I want we to don't help believe. People. Yeah, I like, want to help people. I'm saying, get get out of this cycle. <laughs> Since Tatiana, <laughs> just it's just because it's nothing to set fire. I've to. been a victim of the dark arts, Neve. <laughs> We are stopping for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show, you can become a member for as little as €5 a month. You can pay whatever you like, but €5 is the minimum. And in return for that, you get bonus content from us and from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Our bonus content will be coming soon. Uh, In the meantime, we'll be dropping up the odd episode uh, every so often. And there's another one of those on the way. Are you excited? Very, very, very. very. Uh, Now, the show we are cross-promoting this week is Words to That Effect. Now, Words to That Effect is a great show. It's hosted by Connor. And it's a show about the intriguing places where fiction, history, science and popular culture intersect. Basically, the podcast answers questions that you might not have thought actually need answering. Have a listen. I'm Connor Reid with Words to That Effect. How do the Victorians invent time? Where do all those pirate cliches come from? Should we all read romance novels? Why are kids so obsessed with dinosaurs? What makes the perfect detective story? What happens to culture and society in a post-apocalyptic world where everything has stopped? Words to that effect tell stories of the fiction that shapes popular culture. Listen wherever you get your podcasts and at headstuffpodcasts.com. We have a problem. We've got a couple of problems, actually. Uh, just to let people know, we are getting to your problems. Um, but we, we got a few in. I think I think the world was in chaos over Christmas. <laughs> it really was. It really, really was. So, um, okay. So, hello. My housemate used the pandemic to grow dreadlocks. They have recently started to smell and look pretty bad. Um, he does have good hygiene, but he just can't see how bad his head is now. Oh, God. We have our usual seats in the living room. Are you are you married? What? No. OK, how's mine? Um, and while hoovering last week, I nearly vomited when I found a thick layer of bits on his chair. Oh, my God. Oh, I told my girlfriend and now she won't come over to mine anymore. So I have to do something about this. I've dropped hints and I really don't want to make things awkward by saying straight out that his dreads are manky and make me wretch. But my girlfriend obviously comes first. How should I approach this? Oh, my God. Quickly, Brian. I mean, what's your take, Neve? I think 
It's difficult because uh, I wouldn't be. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be overly happy. I'll be honest with you. Uh, you know, uh, now everybody makes their choice on the dreadlocks and all this sort of stuff. But if it becomes between you and your hygiene, that worries me a little bit. Yeah. It worries me a little bit. But uh, uh, listen, I've never lived with anybody with dreadlocks. You know? <laughs> I feel... I feel I've missed out in life. <laughs> there is still time. I mean, I'm only 54, like, but you know. You never, yeah, you never, oh, you never know your luck, Neve. <laughs> Keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> Paul could come home and go, but you know what? I've had an idea, Neve. <laughs> oh my God. I can't even begin Dre- to. Like, I'm sorry. Exactly what you said there, mm. but a more extreme version. Yeah. It just, your hair stinks. Yeah. That's what you need to say. You need to go up to this man. I think I think I'm if just this, you stink. I think if this housemate is living on his own, he can make those choices. I think when you live with other people, you have to have some respect. You can, I mean, you, you know, you you can't live in a space with other people and impose your lack of hygiene on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In a world of dry shampoo, <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's hair should stink. No, you're right. No, you're right. Dry sh- uh, now, I, I say that to somebody, I'm new to dry shampoo, Neve. Uh, are, you, are you mad for it? It's the two show day. Because we've been doing... <laughs> we've been doing matinees and evening shows on Joanne's tour. I know. So, you know, say sometimes you throw in a bit of gel, you get a bit sweaty, and then you have another show to do. So you just dry shampoo and reapply the I gel. Know the old dry, dry shampoo is a fantastic thing. It's game changing. I'm laughing at you doing it on a two show day. I, like, I do it on my third day in... <laughs> No, now that sounds wrong. But if I obviously if I'm gigging, that's slightly different. But when, you know, when I'm at home, I only wash my hair a couple of times a week. But the, your your hair smells unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great, like it smells like roses. It's a great refresher. No yeah. doubt about it. You're basically putting talcum on your head. I, I walk. I walk. <laughs> that's what you're doing. <laughs> I walk on stage with the confidence of a middle aged woman just stepped out of a salon. So, um, what do you think we should do there for Brian? How do you how do you approach? I, I, I mean, actually, I, now, actually, to be fair, this is this is more. This is not just about dreadlocks. This is about how do you address something with someone who a you're not in a relationship with. So it's different. If you're in a relationship, that's a whole other conversation, right? Yeah. But this is somebody you live in a house, probably paying the same rent, probably saying playing the same. So you technically speaking, you own your own spaces, but then there's common living area. How do you address an issue that is important to you, but not necessarily to the other person? Come on. This is where I think that this podcast is really teaching me an awful lot about myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said something during the week that I thought was a bit blunt. And I had a moment where I thought, maybe I was too blunt. And I thought, oh my God, Agony Rants is really having an effect on me. <laughs> it's Neve. It's this one hour a week that I'm spending <laughs> in a booth with Neve. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, like my instinct is to be very direct and say, your hair smells. Yeah. I it's can't making cope. our house smell. My mm-hmm. girlfriend won't come over. Won't come over because she thinks you're foul. But but it, maybe that might hurt him. I mean, this is progress. I feel like this is progress. <laughs> this is progress. You haven't set fire to his hair yet, which yeah, is good. But, but I, <laughs> <laughs> give it time. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I would be very direct in that situation. But I, maybe, okay, I'll have a practice. Maybe. Okay. Uh, Imagine I have dreadlocks and my hair smells, right? Like... Come on! This, the hilarious thing is, we never get to the point where they smell me because no, no. we would like to say, "You take them out." <laughs> What's wrong <laughs> it's with you? <laughs> we wouldn't even get as far as the, the place. To Eurovision do it. Rasta. There's no crossover. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to be judged. 
You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, I I think being direct. I I think I think actually maybe if he wants to couch this a little bit, I, I don't know why he would, but mm. if he wants to, he could say, "My girlfriend really doesn't like your dreads because they smell." Yeah. I mean, you're not saying. I think they're lovely, <laughs> but you're you're getting it across. You're like my oh my <laughs> my girlfriends. You know, you know what women are like. <laughs> I think yeah. they're cool. Like I, I, I think they're great. And the fact that you smell like a foot from about <laughs> 40 <laughs> metres. Like, I wonder why he's t- going for the dreads. Is it, does he have some sort of Rasta aspirations? Or is it just, you know, I can't be bananas. bothered? Okay, people are gone bananas. It's from the pandemic and working from home. Oh no, it's true for it. Yeah, People no. are mad. Like a balcony on my apartment blocks. The one of them had a trampoline out on a balcony. Like... Have you ever heard of a, like a more effective form of suicide than having a trampoline on a Were balcony? they encouraging their partner to jump on it? Or well, was I don't, it? Like, I mean, I was looking at it. It was a second floor apartment. So you're either going to hit the balcony above you or you're going to bounce off it. I mean, nothing good comes of a trampoline on a balcony. Do they have like a, a net, you know, that net thing that was supposed to support? Did they have that around? No, no, no. This is just, it was about the size of this table. Get away. But it was on a balcony. I was like, that, was it low down on the balcony or was it like... No, I mean, it was, you know, it's about, they're about one foot tall. So somebody comes out and jumps on... I mean, <laughs> actually, nothing good happens. No, I can't imagine... <laughs> I'm trying to make sense of it like in my you, head. Hit, you either hit your head off the balcony above you or no, you bounce right. off the... You're right, there's no sense about a trampoline yeah, on a second are insane. Or dreadlocks on someone who is not in the rest of thing. Brian, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think you should be direct. I think you go in and you say, listen, I've no real problem with your choices except... It smells really bad. Uh, I think it's okay to be honest in this situation. You know, listen, I don't want to get in your way, but you have to be aware that they may not respond in a positive way. <laughs> you know, they may not respond. And th- then what do you do? You, you know, the choice is, you know, you, you get Cut even him if- off when he's asleep. You're doing the man a favour. <laughs> like, is, just, he's, th- he'll fall asleep in front of yeah, there, there is progress. Judge Judy. There is progress there. You haven't set fire to it. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's like, good. I mean, I, I I don't think that's unreasonable. No, it's it's unreasonable to cut. Don't do it. Get these. a cat. A cat? Get a cat. Do they not like dreadlocks? They don't like anything that's unhygienic. So if, if you're, if you're, if, if it's, if you smell, like if your hair smells, the cat will be trying to savage you. I know that because if I come back from a run, sweaty, and I even tried to pet her. She just like goes for me. <laughs> She's like, wash yourself. You filthy animal. Yeah, you pig. <laughs> I'm not living with this. <laughs> really? Then she walks out tail in the air. Don't you dare come near me. <laughs> wow. Don't touch me till you've been through a sheep dip. <laughs> See, boots. Thank yeah, God for boots. She keeps them classy. I'm telling um, you. So, Brian, yes, that's, that would be my, I would be direct about it. There's no messing about you. You just have to be direct. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I think I, I definitely think direct. I yeah. think, look, dry shampoo, though, again. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you're committed to the dreadlocks, yeah. dry shampoo. Yeah, exactly. But just be aware. If, if, if he comes in and says, I'm keeping the dreads, you, you might not have any choice in the matter. You can't exactly insist that he goes, but so you might be need, needing to Ask look for to somewhere leave. to leave. Why? Time to leave. It's, well, it, why it, does it, he need to leave? So you're always in favour of the underdog. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. just like I'm just saying it depends on who rented first. What Brian could yeah. end up having to move in with his girlfriend. I'm sure that's not going to be high on the list. Is that Brian? Maybe that's what you want. Maybe that's exactly what. Maybe. <sighs> At we? last, we found us. <laughs> we were just about to wrap up, but Neve Kavanagh has 
uncovered. <laughs> the Titian Heart Sleuth, like Nancy Drew, it's has like, uncovered it's the like conspiracy. I read the fortune there. Yes, maybe Brian is looking for a reason to move in with a girlfriend. Brian, let me do it. Go for it. Yeah, move in with your girl. What's your problem? What's your fear of commitment, Brian? <laughs> Let's let's turn it back on you. Why are you afraid to love her? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this week has been a lot of fun. It's been good. I yes. think we've helped. I think we've helped I really, somebody. I really, I really, I really do. Um, Please don't. Thank get- you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I am so so hopeful that you will listen in next week because next week we're going to talk about winning I love yes, winning yes winning also in the next couple of weeks we're going to be doing episodes on birthdays yes because it's nearly my birthday it's, yeah, it's, nearly, it's birthday. nearly my birthday as we I just mentioned earlier 13th she's doing, a, February. she's doing a real shout out she wants a national holiday <laughs> now the only thing is my birthday is the day before Valentine's Day so and Valentine's is coming so we are going to do a show on birthdays and, and Valentine's, Valentine's Day or love that's going to be intense um, <laughs> but if you have stories on either of them get in touch we want to hear from you yeah. and uh, yeah talk to you next week bye bye this show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious shows are produced in association with Head Stuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.